I suspect that it's my fault we didn't do an episode uh, this week at, at a proper time. Uh, I'm sure that you probably sent me an email that I missed about, you know, yeah, time zones totally. and when we're supposed to. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure did. I sent you the emails and tweets and Facebook messages. Um, I feel like if you're going to, I feel like if you're going to do communication over email, um, I mean, I, you just have such a nasty habit, Austin, and I, I, I don't want to put you on blast on the show, um, but of, of encapsulating something that may or may not be important, like just with a lot of other stuff around it. And maybe that's on me for not thoroughly going line by line through my email and taking notes um, and, and, and like understanding it. But, but I feel like if you're going to tell me that we have to record the show earlier, you can't put it like in the middle of, of your, you know, blog. And I thought you would be very interested about how my date was and about my mother's recipe for salmon casserole. And, and then midway through, I was just like, boop, boop, enter, enter. And then I put in a little like, hey, just so you know, we should actually do the, the podcast on uh, Monday night like we normally do. And then, you know, yeah, love I, Austin. All, all, all things considered, definitely my fault. So, I I mean, I just just just, just maybe a note, like, 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 like an independent message or, or tweet or maybe like something you could – Talk about to the group as a whole for for the more than two of I I, I don't know um I, I'm I'm just trying to make I'm trying to shift some blame off of me for 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 not having the good um good reading skills you know what would be really weird though if mm -hmm. not every person involved with our podcast recording got the same email that would be that that would be tumultuous luckily i i know that yeah. our group is pretty small in terms of you know people true, who need to know true. this critical information but it would be really weird if not every person even got your long-winded convoluted email that that would just be absurd so i don't know if you forgot to copy someone on it that's a banger intro oh well done joey Dude. i did not know where you're going with that and then when it hit me, it hit me hard. Ooh, just like ESL got hit real hard this week. My God. Dude. Um, there's, it's been a week. There's, okay. So so hear, so hear me out, everybody. Let, 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 let me give a, a little bit of background. I'm sure that people understand the analogy that's going on there. If not, we'll get into it. Uh, I'm sorry that there was not a show at the normal time this week. It is actually my fault because I fell asleep too early and we didn't communicate that I was tired <laughs> or that we should have recorded the show earlier. We're across the world. These things happen sometimes. I'm surprised it's only really happened, I guess, twice now, but like, whatever. And, you know, when when I was um, in bed waiting for Cap to, to wake up thinking, oh, we can still probably do a podcast on Monday night. I was thinking like man, what are we even going to talk about? I guess I got some stories that I could tell, like we can shoot the shit like we normally do. Sometimes we always manage to pull an hour out of our ass, even though like uh -huh. really in terms of Dota, there's like less than 10 minutes of things to talk about. Uh, but but I, I was just I was just sitting there Monday evening being like, I don't know. I don't know what we have to talk about. 
Uh, I fall asleep. I wake up in the morning to multiple mes- Discord messages from Cappy and like, hey, you up? <laughs> you want to record? And uh, the answer was no. So, uh, you know, we, we, we didn't do a show. And then Tuesday happens. And l- l- let me tell you what happens on Tuesday. Let me tell you what happens on Tuesday. Alliance release their weekly vlog, which shows... Plainest day edited in their own content in their own YouTube channel that PPD, who was Alliance's new coach, was in game with Alliance commenting on the game state, saying things like, Hey y'all, should probably check your ancient, it's under attack. Now let me stop there, because this story is going to extrapolate and extrapolate. But does that editor get fired? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, in this situation, no, um, because he had to have gotten permission from the the higher ups, right, to be able to put this out. And obviously, uh, Alliance's current story, and I think in some ways it does check out, is that they they weren't trying to hide it, uh, and they released it themselves. So that's pretty good evidence that they weren't trying to hide it. So no, no, absolutely not. Absolutely, I I agree. Unless with that. they were trying to hide it, in which case that was a pretty big fuck up. But there's no reason to suspect that they were. There's no reason at all to suspect that they were. Uh, I I I think that Kelly even said on Twitter that like yeah like our alliance Discord knew so like their three fans they have and they were like oh cool, um, but I I, I was thinking about like uh I I was thinking about how much more S and P. Uh, uh, I do at Liquid on our own videos. <laughs> and I would just love to know, like, if that was, like, watched down in a conscious decision or if that was, like, an oopsie of, of, of them releasing that. Because I can make a case in my head for it to be either way, right? Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. But, so, Alliance releases a video that very much shows PPD being a six-man on a Dota team in a video called During a Game as a Coach. This yep. gets posted to Reddit because someone who had keen eyes, noticed it, and thought to share it. Mind you, apparently it's been known in the Alliance community for a while and no one has talked about it. Or, you know, like, this is just something that someone noticed who was watching a vlog that really doesn't even get that many views, which I do not want to say is a shitty thing. I'm saying that as a point of fact. Like, that, that, I'll I'll throw a more shaded Alliance. That's not I will say, I will say that is a shame. Because what I really don't hope is, like, content like that goes like players already don't want to do that content they already don't want to share their comms and anything and this is just one more reason not to you know like that it is a shame the content in general dota content doesn't get consumed more but stuff like that is pretty cool alliance is one of the few teams that actually do anything at all so i wish that they got more support yeah. in, in that in that regard right so uh someone posted to reddit and now it's like you know how sometimes you can just tell when drama is going to happen. You just like, it, like, like something in your brain goes, yeah. Oops. Yeah. That, that happened. Like, Uh-oh. like the red side out of the drama. box. Blinky. Yeah. Big, big <laughs> blinky drama. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Knoxville, God bless his soul, who, uh, was apparently just, just at the ready became Reddit detective number one with any shred of credibility. Right. And starts doing some research on the ground and updates and people, this is a hot developing situation that, that is, that is bumbling up in the comments of this one thread of this one vlog and people are going, 
is this okay? This isn't okay. Is this okay? This isn't okay. What's going on, right? Um, and eventually, the consensus based on, you know, other team managers and inside information is that everyone comes to the conclusion that Alliance is doing nothing wrong because ESL and by association DreamHack changed the rules between season one and season two where they they removed the clause about having a a coach in game active mm-hmm. with the players basically saying that the coaches uh the line was that the coaches could not interact with the players during the actual game after the draft they could not interact with the players and they took that line out they took it out right yeah. so now the conversation gets into a murky place right because alliance has a bunch of evidence that they are not cheating or doing anything wrong they are abiding by the rules the tournament organizer gave them yeah but i feel like and this is this is this is where i start to to want to comment and get involved and, and try and see what's going on I feel like this is now going against the norms and spirit of the game that people have been playing for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And like some like it almost feels like someone is being uh exploitative. But they're not Alliance is not being exploitative. They're just following the rules, which is fine yeah. and shrewd, but it feels bad. Yeah. It feels yes. really... It, it feels not right. And what starts to happen is... Uh, which I thought was super interesting is that I would... If you would have asked me to look at a crystal ball and guess how people are going to respond to this, I would have said, oh, people are going to put them on the stake and, and roast them on the spit. That's what I was looking for on the spit and roast them over an open fire because even though they are following the letter of the law right here I don't think it's it's necessarily right in the spirit and I think that that honor means something I oh, was see, I knew that wasn't going to happen I, I was wrong I was so yeah. wrong and everybody wrong. just fucking <laughs> leaped to, 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 to go form a fucking Spartan blockade around Loda and be like hey guys they're just following the rules and I'm like, yep. huh, I think I'm on the outside here. Yes. Uh, part of the part of the reason that this does happen uh, was because to finish some of the timeline here, um, you know, this all comes out. Alliance plays a game against Tundra. They win. There's an interview. This comes out during the game afterwards. with Tundra. Yeah. Immediately afterwards, No Tail puts some tweets out there. That were ill-advised. Uh, God, I just typed in. Uh, okay, OG underscore VD No Tail follows you. It's hmm. a weird flex. You don't we'll see. We'll, 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 no, 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 I was. I, I'm sorry. I was adding to that. We'll see how long he he follows me if, if he hears what I have to say on this episode. Um, scrolling down, scrolling down. Wait. He calls them cheaters. 
I, I, for whatever reason, I'm not seeing it. Did he delete it? Did he delete it? Did he delete the tweet? I didn't know he deleted the tweet, potentially. I, I believe he calls them, um, without having the exact quote in front of me, uh, he, he both calls them cheaters and also pussies? Yes. Cheaters are big pusses. Which obviously is pussies, just with a funny accent. Uh, having a coach during a Dota game has never been allowed. That is true. Zero respect for people that cheat. Same thing when people macros and claim it's not against the rules or I still have to know when to use it. LOL. Mention concept to Valve, TI9. They said no. Cheaters are big pussies. He calls them pussies. Uh, and he calls them cheaters. Which is way over the line. Uh, because Alliance is not... They are not cheaters. They are 100% not cheaters. They did something that perhaps is underhanded. And I'll explain why. But they are absolutely not cheaters. And that goes way over the line. It goes way so far over the line that naturally there's going to be a snapback. And that's why I think so much of the community did hardcore defend Alliance. Because... A prominent member of the community stepped too far past the line in reprimanding them. And so naturally, people, you know, the way you see that, you see somebody over punish, therefore you want to come to their defense, right? I think that's a very big reason why um, people backed Alliance. Also, I think there is some context that is missing um, from the community uh, about how these teams operate um, and how they communicate with each other. That is also something missing. Um, and there's also context about honor within the Dota community um, because we Valve does not institute a whole lot of rules. Mm -hmm. um, so there are certain things that do just kind of go by gentlemen's rules. Um, and I, I think um, certain old school Dota players more so have bought into that idea. Um, and therefore have a very negative reaction when they find out somebody isn't abiding by the same rules that they thought they were abiding by. It's like an unwritten so, code of conduct. It is indeed absolutely an unwritten rule um, that is being broken here. So where do we want to start with all this? Um, okay, let me, let me no talk tell. about the context. Let me talk about the context. Uh, I will try and explain all the context that goes into this. Um, so I'll start with Valve. First of all, um, it has been an established narrative for a long time um, that Valve has been strictly against coaches. They have always been against coaches. They have only given in to coaches because of teams pushing for it. As far as this, this is all my understanding of events. I can't say it's hundred percent concrete, but uh, as far as I know, teams have been have pushed for coach involvement in the draft, right? That 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 is the thing that makes sense. And Valve eventually did relinquish to that demand, that request, not a demand, but a request. Um, and eventually did allow them in the draft, uh, but they have strictly against ever being uh, allowing them inside of. Uh, the booth during the game and most dota players if not like literally like 99 percent of them as far as i know would agree that um having a coach during the game is not something that is good for the game and you should not have it um and i don't really think that it any changes teams the game. push for it 
Yeah, when No Tail says he asked Valve about that fact, I feel like he he is um, what he asked if that is ever a future, if that's something they ever considered. Uh, period. Not something as in like I want this. Uh, I, I I would like to have a coach in game. I don't think that's what he he is asking for. Um, as far as I understand, particularly given his follow-up tweets about how Dota's always been a five-man game and it always should be, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it, I, like, I don't think there have been hardly any teams or players who have ever pushed for that. And you can see that that line, that narrative, extends over to CSGO as well, where, uh, as far as I understand it, um, Valve has been very reluctant in allowing coaches, and it's only because of the pressure of the CSGO teams that they pushed for it that they allowed coaches um, inside uh like part of the game where they can communicate during timeouts and that sort of thing they're not supposed to be able to communicate during matches uh, i think there's rules like they can high five and stuff but they can't say anything to their players or there's like kind of strict weird rules like that um and that is something that they 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 gave in to teams and then like this cheating scandal and stuff like valve now has a reason to dial that back more they have a reason now to say see we never wanted coaches to be a part of this we think this is a five-on-five five game, and to be able to pull that back, um, that is that has always been Valve's mo. They they really firm, firmly believe that like less coaching is is for the better of the scene, and I would definitely agree when it comes to the Dota side. I think we've reached a perfect balance where coaches being part of the draft um, is a great balance. Uh, in fact, it leads to great moments where at TI nine we have the coach in the booth. They do their thing. They come out. We get a, a, a pre-game interview. Post-draft, pre-game, right as we're about to go into things. Mwah. That was sick entertainment. That made for some sick moments. I really appreciated that. I thought that added to the entire um, show so much. Right? I think, I think it's perfect balance. So the context is this has always been set. Players, Valve, everybody has, has always kind of known that coaches are not a part of this thing. Okay. So there, there is a lot of history that goes into that fact. So that's that's context number one, let's say. Another context is how these teams do communicate with each other. These teams, particularly the, the European teams, frequently communicate with each other about role sets, about accommodations at majors. They work together to be able to push tournament organizers for better accommodations, higher prize pools, they they have a union, an agreement of sorts, like not you know actual formal, but they work together on these things. They talk to each other about these things, and this was something that obviously Alliance did not bring up to the other teams and the other players. And then a third bit of context. I mean, really, this is just empathy, but it's I think it's pretty clear. No Tail feels like um, people really lash back on no tail really hard and i think that's unfair even though i agree no tail went too far is that no, from no tail's perspective i'm almost 100 percent certain he looks at this and says if i saw that i would have said something to everybody i would have said something to everybody else and i wouldn't have gotten a coach i would have talked to everybody else and i would have said hey do you guys think this rule makes sense i don't know why this is the thing uh like are you guys gonna get one if so like you know, if this is going to be the future, then maybe we'll get one too, whatever. But like that, that's why he has such a harsh reaction, right? Because he's playing by that gentleman's unwritten rule where he, he if he said, saw something, he would have said something. Now, we don't know that for sure, but, you know, in our own heads, we always think that, right? We always think that we would be 
honorable and we would stand up and say something right yeah i I think that that's kind of also where things start to get a little bit murky right is because there isn't and there will never be full transparency on who knew what and who employed what and what the conversations between secret enigma lie i mean if you're talking about eu teams also like and you're talking about like this this almost union of sorts what you're thinking there is uh secret enigma og alliance liquid maybe all the, you also all the toss dogs. eg in there who who would like happily <laughs> yeah throw a line over the the uh the atlantic and see how the only team you care about is doing <laughs> yeah st- st- stuff like that like like we we don't know all those behind the scene details which do add some mm-hmm. some uh conjure and some subjectivity to this right uh no tail i think should be properly chastised for one literally committing libel <laughs> Yes, like, very much so. Like, if someone really wanted to, and I don't know how international law works in Europe, if this was American on American action and Alliance was petty enough, I think that they have a very solid case to literally take him to court um, for for that. Probably. Like, yeah. no hyperbole. Um, yeah. Also, I think calling other people pussies is a, is a little less than woke, no tail. Set a better example. I mean, it's, <laughs> uh, there's there's at least woke things that are that are said. So you know, um, they, uh, th- no, yeah. but I, I I I don't kid, but I also kid. The first point's more important, but the second point is also serious. Um, mm-hmm. The community lashes back; they they snap back at no tail, which makes them defend alliance even more. And now mm-hmm. we're in this limbo period where. It's nighttime. ESL hasn't said anything. Valve hasn't said anything. We're not sure, like, you know, what's the situation? Like, is was this really... The narrative is becoming, well, this was communicated through an email. That's why it was okay. Which, as an aside, great timeless memes were born this week. <laughs> great timeless Dota Just memes. Just put it in an email. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not? You probably probably didn't read my email. Um, you think you didn't get that memo? I, I I emailed it to you. Like, great, great timeless Dota memes. And you know, I I know that like uh, I I think that people are pulling this out of like something Suns fan was saying that you know teams never read their emails. Yeah. I think that this is a somewhat serious issue, in the sense that you know if people aren't conducting proper business, like. A, an email business communication from ESL about rule sets should be more than adequate to talk about this stuff. And people should treat this stuff like a business and like business communication. I yeah. I kind of agree that, you know, if ESL is, is communicating this through email, yeah, that's totally fine. Like, that's, that's how the world and business works, right? Now, I think that you can totally criticize the fact that that this is apparently a a a small line in an email that is overall about other stuff. I think that this is a more important point than something that could be buried inside of a, a larger inside of a larger body of text, right? Like this is something that is so major that it needs to be its own standalone thing, and I don't think ESL communicated that well, at least our understanding of the situation, right? Also, on top of that, I've heard rumors, which again, rumors, that not every team manager received this correspondence from ESL. 
Wouldn't be surprised. Which, which is, which is. <laughs> you, you can't That's see on the podcast what I'm doing, ass. but, but my, my face is just baffled. And I'm making a lot of yeah. wide arm movements because that's yeah. where it becomes even more problematic for ESL. Not only was it communicated poorly, allegedly, it also wasn't communicated to everyone, allegedly. Yeah. And now they're breaking what is an unwritten rule of Dota, which was later confirmed by Valve that it is an unwritten rule of Dota the day after, the morning after... When ESL had to release a tweet changing their rule set. Because one could assume the only reason that happens is because Valve calls up ESL and goes, Hey, you fucked up. Hey, numb nuts. What the fuck did you just do? Dude, I it's 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 wild that I, I have a lot of uh, I guess understanding for people who were violently upset, like Notel. I think there's a reason for Notel to be upset. I think there's a reason for Seb to be upset. I think there's a reason yeah. why teams would be mad at Alliance for for breaking yeah. this unwritten rule. They did and, nothing and you wrong. And you say teams that 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 is plural. Um, OG are the ones who naturally stood up and said something because, well, that's just kind of what they do. I'm not expecting Kuro to hit up the the Twitters. You know, uh, but uh, as far as I know, there are multiple teams that are, are quite angry about this. Um, I do know there are also other teams who saw this line um, and either chose no not to do anything with it. Um, yeah, right. And, and 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 like that. So there are fuck ups all around here. Right. They're, they're the, the teams not reading their emails like, holy shit, man. Like what? You literally have teams that that like are literal just five players who manage to read this this rule change, and somehow your organization uh, could not, with all its support, could not like that. That's a fuck up, right? You've got No Tail fucking up hard. You've got Alliance doing something a bit underhanded. Uh, you've got Valve fucking up because they don't have a a um, a DPC uh, rule set that extends uh, across the regions because that is just the way Valve does things. They tend to be uh, way hands-off on these things and like to be able to only step in when there is a problem. Once you break, once you do something unreasonable, once you do something bad, then they're going to be like, all right, I guess we're going to need rule set against that. Um, so I think even Valve has like their small share of a fuck up, but like nobody fucked up more than ESL slash DreamHack. <laughs> Nobody fucked up more than them. Can I? Can I? Can I have a small aside uh, here? That yeah. knowing that I think and agree that ESL slash DreamHack are the most culpable people here, which also has to be a little weird for you to say that because they're literally employing you and paying your rent right now. <laughs> mm. I, I know. I know that, that 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 you're fine, but like still that that they're, they're like that that is true. I would be surprised that they weren't uh, cringing or trying to avoid. Uh, Shiver being an investigative journalist on stream live because I I just think imagine that this is happening with PGL and PGL imagine this whole thing you shifted over from PGL from from ESL to PGL right and now uh -huh. Shiver's on the PGL stream essentially talking poorly 
about the the, the company. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not gonna fly, <laughs> I think. Yeah, there is some. Okay, so a uh, little bit more context. Um, so there is uh, multiple reasons why uh, I feel free to say what I just did. Why Shiver felt free to to uh, you know be an investigative journalist um, uh, for a tournament. Big that props she is to her by currently the way. hosting for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a, and um, some of that context is is like ESL, um, ESL especially DreamHack a bit. So as well, for people don't, uh, they, they're under the same parent company called mm -hmm. MTG. Um, so that is why they're they're so tightly tied together. Uh, but ESL and somewhat DreamHack are very very hands off, um, and this is also part of the reason why some of these fuck ups occur because. They're hands-off when it comes to this sort of stuff because I straight-up don't think they have Dota people. That I, I think they, 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 they this Doesn't sort DreamHack of thing... Doesn't DreamHack have Uh, ESL does. ESL e does. E or, yeah, e ESL has Kenegate, but he's, like, so far up the food chain, I don't think he even... Like, ESL1 used to be his baby back when he first hired me, uh, but he's so far up the, the food chain that I'm not sure if he how, how much... Um, like fair, paying attention fair. now i'm sure but um right and and they they just don't have uh dota people right they 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 just don't um and this is why some like part of the reason why this rule change occurs in the first place because one of the reasons they said themselves is they made this rule change to be in line with other games other esports wild if you know anything about dota that you know this rule set is very different than what it is in being in CSGO, right? It's it's way different from like the coaches not being allowed to talk during the rounds on a LAN, but then because you can't enforce it or whatever, you're saying, okay, in this online era, like we we don't, we don't, we can't know if you guys are doing it. So like, you're just, you're gonna be allowed to do it. Everyone can do it because, you know, it's an unenforceable rule or whatever. Uh, like if you know anything about Dota, you know that this is like incredibly game changing. But you don't have people who know Dota, but you're making rule sets about Dota. Like that, that is just a, a problem, and that that is a problem of of like being a giant esports company, right? Is that you are I, I, the ideal world? The way uh, like a big company like this would work is that yeah, they would like to be able to have oh, just one rule set that fits all. You know, they would like to have to be able to have graphics that fit all storylines that fit all right. Cause it's efficient in that regard. But, um, you know, so, so much, much of the time, like we're be like me, the talent and like the, the people we're directly working with backstage, we're like running the entire show. There is not a whole bunch of oversight, uh, because Dota is just its own thing in its own pocket universe and, you know, you uh, you you show up if there's a a big a big problem, but otherwise you're just trying to like get that thing going and let it run. The you said something that's interesting to me um, in the fact that it is a unenforceable rule. Yes. And while I agree that you could always find a way about it around it, you can check out mm -hmm. you know JJ's tweets. Uh, who, who, yes. who, who, has, who has talked a bit about it. You can find a way around it if you want to intentionally do so. Mm -hmm. But then you're putting the onus on them to actually do so and choose to cheat. Right? Yes. 
Also, other games have solves for this, right? Riot, when you're playing League of Legends, which is probably the closest analog here naturally, has a referee in the voice comm chat with the players. Yep. CSGO has cameras in the playroom yep. to see the team and the coaches and what's going on behind the monitor. Those are just two examples of potential solutions. Now, Dota teams... Uh, uh, oh, sorry, keep going. No, maybe you're going where I want you to go. Got Dota it. teams refuse to have... Is there where you <clears throat> want to go? Yes. Dota teams refuse... To no. have a coach, uh, or not a coach. They, they clearly don't refuse to have a coach, am I right? They, they refuse to have like an admin <laughs> or a referee with them in voice comms. Because yep. the information that happens in the voice comms is arguably the difference between like potentially winning or losing the international. Example, imagine a referee knew that um, OG wanted to play Carrie Wisp at TI9. And then mm-hmm. maybe they share that information for some reason. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person costs OG a back-to-back international. Maybe yeah. that's you know worst case scenario theory crafting, right? So teams refuse to share that with other people because of trust issues and because of how valuable that information is. Yeah, I agree with that in theory. I also they also refuse to use webcams half the time. <laughs> Yes, they also refuse to use webcams at the time. So, so these are battles that tournament organizers and teams have been, have had going back and forth for quite some time, and it is it is possible that that battle spilled out in this whole rule set change. I, I empathize for teams who think that that is impossible and a complete non non starter for them, but again, my counterpoint is, well, how's that different than what they do with League of Legends? Uh, I mean, I, I think, to, well, to be 100% fair, I think Dota is um, a game that is far more important um, when it comes to the overall strategy aspect of the game. Information is king in Dota, whereas um, smaller tactics, but mostly individual player skill, is what really shines in League of Legends. I, I always make the comparison that Dota is about a strategy game and League of Legends is a skill-based game. They both have elements, of course, of, of both of those um, intertwined, but it's also part of the reason why League of Legends is way more fun uh, to play, just like casually, because you get you have the ability to do cool things and it's all based off of your own skill, where Dota's like, ah, sorry, you got fucking black hole, son. Nothing you can do about it. <laughs> And you're just like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Uh, and, and the way to counter it is overall bigger uh, arching strategy. That is how you counter that. Uh, League of Legends wouldn't put up with that kind of bullshit because it's just like, what the fuck? What do you mean I could be 100 to 0 with no counterplay? Also, the, the, the draft hero pool in League is so much smaller and restricted yes. that you don't just have a like big, a pocket that. Yeah. thing that could be totally game changing right so th- there, there are there are totally caveats to the argument i think that that argument in general is going to be revisited uh if, if this becomes a problem something else yeah. along this whole topic that i think is super interesting is uh a lot of people uh assuming without any evidence that other teams were participating in this, which makes it okay. 
And while we don't really know either way, because to my knowledge, no one else has said, oh, we were also doing this. I would be pretty confident in saying that I don't think any other teams in Division One was doing it. I would, yeah. I, that, that is big asterisks speculation. Yeah, Joey, Joey would have no idea about that information. No uh, one does. No one does no one unless does, they say right. it or unless their editor accidentally shows it, right? But I... Yeah, even, even like, a player, like, literally on a team wouldn't know other teams uh, whether or not they're doing it or not, right? So... Correct. And maybe it, like, I think, I suspect that because Alliance was not in the slightest seen as the bad people here, um, you know, or... They, they, they can't be prosecuted because they were literally following the rules. I think that would have yeah. given uh, amnesty for anyone else who wanted to go, oh, well, I mean, we were also abiding by this rule. But yeah. but no one wanted to come out and say it for maybe a bunch of reasons. But I, I really, my... It, it, it would ruin your relationship with other teams, for sure. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of players are very mindful of that relationship with other players and other teams because you never know. You don't want to piss puppy off or curl off what if you know you're on this uh tundra or whatever and like you look good on that team what if next year after ti you know curl hits you up and says hey i want you like that's your chance to win ti right there right so uh those sort of things players do have a, a mind for for sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so no one else is saying they did it and i yeah. really don't think anyone else was yeah, no, uh, 100%. Um, that is that is why we had... Um, so all this is going on. We're, of course, talking about it uh, in the green room. And um, we're talking about uh, what are we going to ask Alliance? Like, we, we are actively, um, to be clear, we are actively wanting Alliance to, to win uh, because... I the, wasn't. Fuck. God damn it. There, it would have been so much very, better for me if they lost. Uh, there's a very interesting narrative going on here, right? Like, um, we may have, like, personal feelings about it, but that interview, that post-game interview, that's going to be great content. And um, and Shiver is going over, like, whether or not... Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't remember exactly, but she may have been going over uh, whether or not she was going to ask these questions or not. Like, how hard in these questions is she going to go? Um, and I knew that I, I personally was going to definitely throw a hardball. Um, and yeah, cause I, I think it's, it's like, it's an interesting bit. And I, I personally hundred percent believe that I would not be doing my job as talent if I did not ask, uh, a, a, you know, straight to the point, hard to answer question, um, about the this this entire thing i mean this is like hot news people want to know about this um and i think in in some ways as a storyteller like i should be asking those questions like, like fucking christ i can't be so like bothered by my potential relationship with a player that i do my job incorrectly right that i like i can't like people always talk about this in dota and i do think it's it's a bit of a problem but like mostly because community as a whole uh we just tend to give players like a lot of leeway in these sort of things but like talent cannot keep uh an idea of what the players think of them 
and do their job correctly, right? If you if your job as an analyst is to criticize what a guy did, you think he fucked up, then you should say that, right? And so, you know, this is just, this goes into this, right? Hot rumor, um, we should ask the questions about it. And Cheever, as you said, did play a little bit of investigative journalist and she asked hard questions. And, um, and you know what's funny is that like, we actually got limp um we we specifically requested limp and the reason why was because we thought he would answer the best he would put up with the pressure the best out of anybody if you if you look at limp right he's a he's like a cool collected guy most of the time i feel like he gives pretty straightforward answers i don't think he really crumples under pressure so if anything, you know, we're doing Alliance a, a service and trying to get somebody who would answer hard questions well. Um, I I was about to say uh, the whole time you were talking that I actually wanted to give a mild ch- – I, I had no idea that that limp was the first request, but that makes a whole bunch of sense when you explain it. Um, that I think actually limp did an impressively good job at being level-headed, and I think yeah. he was blindsided by it. Um. And I think that he did a really good job of being an interviewee there. I think that a lot of other players would have either deflected, not known how to handle it, or uh, potentially said something bad. Right? Yeah. So I actually... If I wanted... If we... Like, if I wanted to, like, fuck over Alliance in some way, then I I have no idea because I don't know Nico Baby. But, like, judging from what I have seen in social media, I would probably ask him if I wanted Alliance to look bad in some light. I would have asked him... You know, like, yo, are you guys uh, using a coach? Nobody else is using a coach, right? And I, I could imagine him saying, like, fuck yeah, we're using a coach. It was in the rules. These dumbasses don't read, you know? And, like, could have been, like, like maybe it would have been inflammatory. Again, I don't know Nico, baby. I only see, like, his Twitter persona. So, like, I don't really know him that well. But, like, that would be, like, that could be a potential world, you know? And then all of a sudden, Alliance would look more like the, the bad guys in this situation. But, like, we, you know... I, I personally thought Limp would be the best person. My producer hat, my producer hat, if I'm going to put it on, yeah. if I wanted to make yeah. the best show possible. Yeah, yeah. The interviews with Loda. Oh, 100%. 100%. Because cause Loda would not, <laughs> Loda would not react well. Loda's no. never reacted <laughs> well to these things. That, that would 100% get the most inflammatory response. But it would obviously, obviously be really weird to ask for Loda, who's not even, like, their coach, right? So, yeah. Matt, um... So, yeah, that you know, that, that whole thing goes on. Um, Shiver asks a question that um, she asked, you know, is, is that allowed? Um, which I think is a fair question, seeing as, like, we don't have access to to the same emails. You know, the OG CEO put out some tweet about this, and he said, like, you know, like, all, all these, like, managers and stuff, like, in, in this email, talent too. Like, why would you why get would, the rule book? Why would talent be in that email chain? We weren't. Why would why would we be in that email? It was also a really weird thing to say. I was I was just like, it was like what a weird thing to like. Not not lie. I don't think he's lying. I, mean, I don't think he's trying to lie or anything. It was just like, 
I don't know. It's such a it just like I remember just seeing it and I was like, do I respond to this? And then I saw JJ responded to it. He's like, talent weren't a part of the emails. And I was like, all right, I don't I don't need to follow this up. But I was just like, why did you need to say that? Like, like are you literally just trying to add like nine more people to deflect blame from not seeing like like, oh, all these managers and those nine people, they were also in the email chain. They didn't see it either. So it's not just us. They, like, it's yeah, going to give you, I'm like, 2% more. I'm not the only one with bad more. reading comprehension. Like, like you, you already are in, well, because of Notel, you weren't in a good position. But I think, like, you already had the backing of other teams. Like, why would you need to put talent on the list of people in your email? That was a weird thing. Uh, shit, what was I saying? <laughs> That was a, sorry, that was just a, a weird side note that I couldn't get out of my head. Um, <sighs> Fucking, I, I, <sighs> yes, I'm interested in uh, what happens moving forward in terms of alliance relationships with other people. I think that yeah. even I I would argue, and again there there there's so much subjective con, con, conjecture here. I would I would surmise that Alliance probably did not receive that much benefit from doing this. I doubt that they won games because of it. PPD hasn't been their coach the whole time during yeah. during the season. I doubt it has been game changing for them. I. I've I've heard he's been coaching for a little bit longer than his announcement, but yeah, I, I would agree. And like Lim, Lim said it himself, it's not like if PPD wasn't there, they'd be totally lost. Like, of course not. Like, I don't really think PPD is is making the difference between uh, a win or loss for sure. I think the reputational hit inside of the industry with their compatriots is probably not great. Is probably not great for them. Because what if... Unless, like, Secret comes out and is like, yeah, Heen's been with us the entire time. Like, y'all are tripping right now. <laughs> like, unless somebody like that, you know, like, backs Alliance and says that they were doing it too, then yeah, probably. I, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. And I, I, I've heard there are a lot of mad players, but... Yeah, there's, there's, there's mad players, right? But, like, what if, you know, now Alliance doesn't uh, schedule scrims with Secret? Or Nigma because oh they weren't scrimming before because European teams don't scrim other European teams because they're gonna play eventually so I think they scrim after they but play yeah their I, DPC I, I could see but yes once they play their DPC match yeah I could see where you're going with this yeah and it's it's uh, who knows there's there's a lot of potential different ways this could blow back maybe uh, you know the, I don't the think we'll teams... see the blowback potentially though I I, yeah, I think, that, I think sure. that a lot of the blowback might be internal. And like the memes are gonna be uh, eternal. Yeah, but let me let me just say overall, alliance. Um, I want to say say alliance. I'm specifically talking about their players, and I'll, we'll talk about why in a in a minute. That's another subject. The um, the the players like I I I did lose like a little bit of respect for them um, off of this because I I do feel like you know I I don't have whole lot of evidence i'm just going off my gut my gut says yeah like you guys probably knew that like other teams were doing this uh and so i do think it was like a bit underhanded competition is what competition is it's fierce i understand that um so you know i'm, I'm not gonna put too much blame on you for that i don't know how i would react 
in that situation, particularly in a team environment um, where like um, your team is dependent on you. Like you are fighting for the guy next to you as well as for yourself. And like, if you do something that potentially like decreases your chance to go to TI, like, you know, then, then you're also hurting the other guy's chances to go to TI. Right. So I, I don't know how I'd react in, in that sort of situation. My, so my respect did, you know, I, I lost a little bit of respect for, for the Alliance players, but then I also simultaneously like them more because of their social media reactions to, to no tail being so inflammatory. Cause they, they, they memed and they got mad. Um, which to me anyway, was in some ways a reaction of a, um, of people who felt like they didn't do anything wrong, which is fair. Cause they, did not cheat so um and no tail did go way over the line in that regard so i i thought their responses were pretty funny honestly i i actually liked the alliance players more because of that <laughs> yeah i i'd like <laughs> so it's a weird balance you know i think yeah. that i i don't know if i would necessarily lose respect i i think that that i understand what you're saying but i could also just as easily make the argument that imagine you're in a t you're in a team environment excuse me is it really your choice this is probably something that's being now dictated by either management or coaches, I would assume. Uh, players have a lot of power when it comes to these sort of things. There's no way that, like, it, like if anything, it's it's um, it's like a, you know, players and, and this sort of, the, the relationship is more like a king and, and they're like, um, they're um, advisors, you know? Maybe they could be persuaded to do something. You know, but ultimately they, they have the power to, to say yes or no to these sort of things. So um, I, I feel like ultimately um, it was their decision to make. That, that is how I view it anyway. Maybe it's maybe it's not true, but um, I've always viewed players having the most power in this scene. Um, and I think that's mostly been true. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Valve does it time and time again. Yeah, Valve has done a very good job of empowering the players. So much so that I think at times it has actually been somewhat bad for the ecosystem that it's swung too far. But I think for the most part, compared to other ecosystems, Dota by far is one of the best because of Valve empowering the players rather than the teams or, you know, like or talent or tournament organizers. Like they put players first. And I think that's that's good. That's a good philosophy. Hey, man, I, I do agree with that. Um I wish that we almost any, any last more. thoughts on that bit because I got one more bit of drama. You got one more bit of drama. Let let let's hit that yeah. one more bit of drama. I am I am excited. I'm not excited. That's the wrong word. I'm interested to see what uh, happens moving forward and if there are any repercussions for ESL and DreamHack. I think the answer is absolutely not because it doesn't make sense business wise. They got the little slap on the mm -hmm. wrist, but like, surely this is now annoying to Valve, who have to be like, oh, yeah. fuck, we got to deal with this, like. Someone shit the bed. Um, I, I think going forward now, it's very clear, though, that this is not the intention, not the rule, and not the future of Dota, right? Fucking ESL, man. <laughs> like, why, why? Like, you, like, honestly, I think that the show we put on has been very good. I think the season the best TPC um, show, especially the DreamHack one, because it's a little I bit mean, it's, it's it's a little more loose than 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 the ESL yes, one. Yes, yes, I would I would agree that the DreamHack show, um, host notwithstanding, <laughs> host notwithstanding, Shiva is the best host. 
Um, the uh, I'm only saying that because obviously, for those who don't know, I'm hosting the ESL side of things. Um, but yes, the DreamHack show is much better, partly because of Sheever, and then also partly because it's, and the cowbell it's a lot more loose. The cowbell, the noises. I, I, uh, I would. But, you know what? You know what? Let me let me do, let me just sink this right in. Ten to twenty percent less soundboard. Yeah, I know. I I, I agree. I agree. I, I would. Uh, it it I would it, it loses it being funny or good when it's overused. Yeah, it's my soundboard. I note. agree. I'm, I I was I was also going to make that note. Maybe we should stop doing after the break every single time we go to a break. You know. Um, but anywho, I'm yeah. getting off topic. Anywho, like, but why did you need to do that? Such such a dumb, stupid mistake. You literally just could have left the rule set as it is, as it is in every other region, and, you know, boom. I think I personally felt like you were guaranteed to get the next year as well because I thought the product that was made is only really competed by um, potentially PGL, but I I, I still think that our show was fantastic. Um, Your show has way better graphics and you have more interesting talent. All right, thank you, Joey. (laughs) Jesus, I can I can say that. You probably shouldn't say that. I can say that. I Those know. are my opinions, not the show. I, I like I like all the talent that I. Like. <laughs> um, Tsunami's one of my best friends. All right, is that it? Yes. Well, what, what were you going to okay. say before we wrap up? Because uh, I have to, okay. uh, to get back to some meetings. <laughs> okay, I will try and make this quick. But um, so so that entire thing happens, and uh, and apparently, some people were not happy. Um, with the talent after this whole debacle. Why? What would you have done? people were not happy. Yeah. Did talent inflame Uh, anything? I mean, Fogged made a funny tweet. No, well, um, the the interview in particular was was called into question. Did you feel like the interview was um, untoward, mean, um, harsh? I I think the interview was not at all no no in in, in short no I think that okay. Shiver uh probably has never done anything that that direct or potentially aggressive before and she was a little uncomfortable with it I think that you guys actually probably went a, bit, a little bit light on the situation and I do think that interviews should uh be interviews right yes you should get a a reaction out of somebody get something genuine out of them not just uh how was your game i don't give a fuck about most post-game interviews because it's it's hard to it they they feel kind of boilerplate They, they feel pretty standard right like let's ask some questions from the game let's ask some questions how maybe you're doing like oh hey is it snowing outside puppy (laughs) haha so fun right like there there really isn't much meat there. And that's not to say that every interview should be a piece of investigative journalism, right? But it should be an opportunity to have a candid conversation with this team because if you're interviewing LeBron after a Lakers game and there's a scandal going on, you ask him about it. You don't go, so LeBron, man, you... Those five free throws you missed. What do you think about that? Or like that, that, that that's not what happens, right? And most Dota post game interviews, you don't have a lot to talk about. So the questions are like, you know, hey, Koikfa, why didn't you put a neutral item on the bear? That's kind of interesting. That's kind of that's kind of interesting. But more often than not, there isn't yeah. there isn't a lot of meat to talk about. And this is probably yeah, we we never we never ask the question like, 
hey, uh, we think that um, this guy lost you the game. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, like that is a question that could very absolutely be asked, but like the way that Dota is ever going to be that real, you know? We'll never ask that question. That is way too inflammatory and direct. Yeah. Like, hey, do you, do you think your mid-matchup being way too passive uh, is, is what caused you to just lose the game? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I'm okay, I'm glad you said that because I also thought that we, um, it, it, we didn't, like, super softball it or anything. We did ask, we did talk about it, um, but I thought we were pretty even-handed, and I felt, anyway, that I, uh, so I followed up Shiva's question and asked if, if Limp, if he do. Uh, if any other teams were using a coach. I thought that was a perfectly fair question to ask. That was my softball question, okay? Uh, but apparently some people were unhappy um, with that interview, and that would be the Alliance management. Alliance management was not happy, and I'm going to say management for the rest of this podcast, by the way. The management was not happy um, with that podcast and um, decided to uh, go ahead and talk to... Uh, both talent as well as uh, trying to get a hold of our superiors to file a complaint about uh, our, um, I don't know, what, whatever you want to call it, the way we, we conducted our interview or whatever. Uh, and this is actually the second time that management has filed a complaint with uh, our bosses uh, about the show. Uh, so uh, I, I take, I take my livelihood. What... Oh, never mind. I know what that is. Okay, go on. I, I take my livelihood um, very seriously. Um, it's one of the best things in my life. One of the three things that I hold like very, very close to me. Um, and one of those things is my friends as well. And I consider many of the colleagues that I've worked with my friends. So um, I was going to say consider... Ellie and your pecs, but I guess, okay. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie is the, the number one thing on that list. So um i i consider it like a very grave sin to to go after someone's livelihood you you must have like really think that they they really deserve that um but management decided to uh to file complaints about um the way we do our show and that obviously you you can tell has made me rather mad um mostly because i know it's not the first time that this has happened uh it's, it's the second time this season but i know we're not a, the only people that management has contacted to try and get us fired from our jobs. And, uh, and you know what's funny is management wanted to know who who decided on limp. Well, I, I was one of them. I'll tell you right now, if they're listening, I was one of them who pushed for limp. Because again, as I said, I thought it would be good for you. I thought it would help you because he, I think, my my react my judgment of him which usually i feel like my judgment is pretty good of people is that he is relatively unflappable and he's going to give a pretty good response to this sort of thing i wanted him to not fuck up i'm going to ask a hard question but i don't want him to to fucking stumble over the line okay i don't want that out of him i would feel bad about that but i do feel it's my job to ask that question you know what the fucking hardball question was joey the softball was do you know of any other teams that are also using a coach in game? Which to which Limp responded, "No, I don't know. I don't really talk to other teams. I checked just before." Great this answer. Yeah, I I thought well, no was like a little sus. I was like, "Whoa!" When he first said that, I was like, "Whoa!" And then he said, "I don't know." Uh, so no, I don't know. Like yeah, okay, then that, that's combined together. 
Um, and what's, then he said, I don't really talk to other teams. And I was like, that's totally fair. What's the hardball? The hardball question, which is if he just straight up said no, no, I don't think any other teams are going to use it. The hardball question was, don't don't you think that it is against the the uh, spirit and integrity of competition to utilize something that, you know, other teams are not? Because I think that's a fair but hardball question. Right. Do you, yeah. do you think that question would have been totally out of line? Even like if I say, even if it's in the rules, do you think that it's against the spirit of competition and integrity for you to be able to to uh, to use something that, you know, other people are not aware of? I'm thinking, I'm thinking my, my gut reaction is no, absolutely not. That feels like a fair question. And I'm trying to see if there's any counterpoint I can make in my head. Yeah. No. I, I think that's a fair question too. I think you should, you know, I, I you know why like it, you should be able to ask the players, whatever you want to. Yes. And, and part of the reason why I, I feel like that's a fair question is because hard questions do uh, hard questions are hard because you have to to give usually a very real answer um and and that like will expose who you are as a person that can be both good and bad hard-hitting questions can expose who you are on the inside right and if you expose the truth about yourself and you are good then it's going to be a good answer and if you are bad and you admit to certain things that you don't want to admit to then it's a bad answer, right? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's a fair question because what I'm expecting to hear is uh, it is not against the rules. We checked extensively that it wasn't against the rules. And I don't think it's at all against the integrity of the competition for me to be able to utilize something that other people uh, in, in like whether or not they know about this is entirely up to them and whether or not they read their emails. And, and I think it's absolutely fair for us to be able to utilize that because this is an advantage that has been given to us by the tournament organizer and we are abiding by those rules. I wouldn't even call it an advantage. And I would have said... Yeah, it's, it's just in the rules. Right? That, and, and, and I would have been like, that's a sick answer, right? Like, that, that literally would have been my response. It's like, awesome. Like, I'm glad to hear it. Thank you so much, Flint, right? I didn't ask that hard-hitting question Partially because I know management, Alliance management was already unhappy with us, but also because I was, I, I was uh, a little bit nervous about asking a question because again, I do not want to get a bad answer. I don't, because, you know, I, I don't have any reason to dislike the Alliance players. I, I've liked all my interactions with Limp. I think he's a cool guy. I quite like Hanskin quite a bit. I love I, that. I, I, I quite like FNG. Uh, he was one of the first people I was able to do an interview with and he was a super nice guy. He's been always very sweet to me. Like, I don't want them to have a bad response, right? So like, I, I'm even, you know, like, I'm, I'll admit it. Like, I did not ask the hard hitting question in part because like, I'm a pussy and I, like, I didn't want to do that. You know, like, I didn't want to get a, like a potential, like, Reddit thread made out about them, you know? I, I did not want them for their sake. And I feel like in, in part, like I did a poor job. Like I did a, a bad job doing my job by not asking that question. Uh, I think but he also didn't say way. no. He said, I don't know, I don't talk to other teams. And so like that absolves him of the question, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Like I can't ask that question unless he says no. Part of the reason so. you might feel that way is because it's so uh, 
out of the ordinary to be asking these questions in the first place because generally things are mm-hmm. so like fluffy and not important and not like newsworthy, right? Like I, I think that yeah. these interviews are seldom also newsworthy. I shouldn't I shouldn't have used Bosie. I should have used coward. Apologies. That's you know just part of. My we just language. talked about that in no tail. God, I damn. know. Um, I'm sorry. And I I, <laughs> I watched your eyes as you said it. That I'm like, oh man, Joey's gonna, Joey's gonna, Joey's gonna. I know. Good. I'm trying to curb out certain words. You're also gonna see, hear me say the R word sometimes. I'm trying to carve it out of my my language. Um, yeah. Let's make fun of you now. Uh, someone get the pitchforks. Um, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh. No, I I think that you should be able to basically ask whatever you want of the players. And also, did you consider like? Is there an email for talent about what you can and can't say in interviews? No. No, there's there's no email no, rule isn't. set. Okay. No. I just, I mean, want, I just want to make sure. Maybe you I wasn't it. included. In, maybe I wasn't included in the email. Chain I just want to make sure. So what if, what if you emailed all of the teams the interview questions? True. I I should have uh, ran the questions by them first. True. 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 That's that's like journalists do with the president in there. Their uh, scripted interviews. That that's kind of upsetting for me to hear. And oh I, yeah, it was very upsetting for me to hear as well. It's upsetting for me to hear, and I understand that my employment at Team Liquid makes me someone who is like technically a competitor. So obviously there is a bias outside of being a fan and someone who likes to you know talk about Dota. But I I while I can put myself in the situation where no one wants to have their players potentially being taken advantage of and blindsided. It's just they're doing an interview. Yeah. They're doing an interview. They're doing an interview. It, talent did a, a ranking of your team. It's, you you guys knocked that out of the park. Talk some talk some friendly banter back. You know? Talent predictions, Omega lol, you know? Do that. Like, you guys are winning. <laughs> what? Why are you mad? You, you guys are mad about a, an interview and, uh, and predictions done by talent in a new patch right after you bombed out of the group stage. Like, what, what are you expecting? Like, the entire idea that, that talent have some sort of grudge against your team or your players is insane. For the last time. I don't care about any of you guys. I really fucking don't. A lot of you guys are, are fucking millionaires. Or hundred thousand heirs. Like, I don't give a shit if you guys place first at TI or eighth. Like, you're, you're whatever. You're biased. You want Will to do well. I, I'm Liquid is legitimately the only team that I have ever been uh, biased for. Uh, well, I, I, sorry. Blitz teams in general. Because he's my best friend. But I, I feel like in many ways... Uh, I don't see a whole lot of comments saying that I'm very liquid biased. I see it all the time about EG. I see it all the time when I praise OG or I praise, praise Nygma. Uh, way more of those teams than I do liquid uh, because I feel that I do a very even job. If anything, I go hard on liquid sometimes because I know that they could take a joke. I, I know that Insania is going to find a, a joke at his expense in a cast funny as is william so you know like i I, if anything i can go harder at them do you think that part of this comes from the fact that uh because apparently alliance i gotta go super soft so (laughs) see now you're being inflammatory uh (laughs) do do you think part of this comes from the sense that since the scene Mm. has kind of grown up together 
and and there are really blurry messy lines between team and talent which i don't think necessarily exist in parallel fields i think it's really common in esports for like talent to be ex-players or talent to be like friends with teams or you know no management no no players but like i feel like it almost makes it hard to be objective you're not just someone who's coming in to like do a job like you know these people and have been around them for literally years and years of your life right uh, no, I don't think that at all because like um, sports sports commentators, they have personal relationships with players that makes their commentary better. They're able to talk about personal anecdotes. That's why ex-players are usually the best one because they have the most personal and the best anecdotes in that regard. Uh, I, I There are many ex-players on all fields that uh, go into the talent side of things. I think the blurrier line actually lies in, in um, team owners and players. Right, because very often team owners are now former players. That's that is actually the the blurry line in esports in general, but Dota especially. I think that's the weird line, right? Because like, I, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I'm just not expecting um, Optic CEO or something to like call up my boss because you know, like, I interviewed their player in a somewhat direct way. You know, I'm just not expecting that because I'm expecting like a layer of professionalism to understand that like I'm just doing my job and he's just doing his job and there's no like personal feelings there. But like par- apparently I think feel like that's where the blurry line is. But I don't know. Maybe you have like, to uh, shit on other I, teams more. Maybe I mean, I personally maybe they I, feel singled out. I mean, maybe, but like. I don't know. Have you seen me talk about hippomaniacs? Like hippomaniac. Like if hippomaniacs emailed me, my boss, I'd understand. I'd be like, fuck, you know, like I did kind of go hard on them sometimes. Like they're just kids going to school and trying to play Dota part time. Like, like, you know, like I really shouldn't make fun of them. And like, I, I am aware of that I'm trying and I, that's why I frequently bring that up. Like, but at the same time, it is funny that they have yet to win a single series in two seasons, you know? Like, like that's funny because you should have been out last season, but because of cheating and stuff, like it's prolonged misery. They have to put up with this again, <laughs> you know. It's like, oof, you know. Like if Hippomanius messes my, like, well, you, you, you're right. I, I've gone too far. Understandable. Have a good day. <laughs> well, uh, but I don't know, man. Um, cool. I promised about... somebody this this episode was going to be a banger. I'm, I'm just thinking about like, a lot. You guys parents. got some some good information. Talk about this podcast. I was like, oh yeah, God. just you wait. This 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 could be the first one in a while where where someone should just be reminded of 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 the the cap no Reddit rule. <laughs> yeah, I ain't trying to start shit. I just uh, I also I am starting to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm mostly just halfway venting to Joey. And, and also, like, legitimately, I do think there is a problem here. And uh, that bothers me. So, I'm, I'm going to be honest on this podcast. I'm going to be honest, too. Yeah. Alliance is not going to win a series at the Major. Whoa. All right. Joey's the one who definitely needs to get fired. What the fuck? Just, just going to say it. Wait, you think they're gonna go? Uh, so they're gonna get to playoffs, right? They're going directly to playoffs. You think they're just unless they lose to Hellbear Smashers, no. they're gonna go directly to playoffs. 
and they're going to lose two I, series. I, I, gained, I, I gained a lot of confidence in Alliance, right? This, hey, this is actually a pretty hard-hitting question. Would we straight up... Uh, it wasn't even a question, but Limp, like, redirected it, uh, which was super smooth. Uh, BSA, he overheard BSA talking about, like, I just don't think Alliance is going to win majors with this kind of strategy, right? Which is basically they, they have developed an archetype in drafting um, and that you could very much see it coming. Not just DK3, but, like, strength cores across the board, the kind of cores that Nico Baby's going to be playing, what, you know, their, their drafting archetype. Like, the, it's, it's kind of predictable. But, goddamn, it's working, right? And Limp said, you know, like, it's important for us to be able to get like first or second in this group stage so like being reliable and predictable like is a good thing but when it comes to major time we know that's that's not going to be reliable and we're absolutely going to to get a, a lot more versatile and we're going to be working on that uh now that we've secured ourselves this position which i thought was big brain 200 iq smart right that's the kind of good shit i want to hear you know so I, I have gained a lot of confidence, and I actually think Alliance will do much better this season compared to last, not just because they're automatically in playoffs. They're going to lose two best of threes. Damn. Quote, well, me, quote me later. Quote me later. All right. And then everyone's going to hate quote, you again. I really wanted to see the <laughs> no, time no, no, where Secret there's got no, relegated. There's no, way Europe, there's no way Europe fucks up another major like they did last one. Europe's going to fuck up another major. No, 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 no. I really wanted to see Secret get relegated, though, just for the memes. Can you imagine? We're going to TI, but also... In, uh, what if you, like, won TI, but then, you know, like, the next year starts and you're in lower division? The TI champions <laughs> playing against, like, Hit no bounty maps. hunter. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> How did this happen? Oh, that's, that's, that's some good shit. Um, I know that so much other stuff happened that wasn't even this over the course yeah. of the last 48 hours and that is going to be uh, a topic for next time and you can hear me talk about uh a 20 dollar price point for a thing that i put a lot of work into Ooh. um and you can hear me talk about how unhappy i am about the egrtc spray But not now. But not now because there, there's a time and a place. It's another spicy topic. Good, good, uh, sign pull podcast back to back. It's coming. Yep. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. Uh, I will remember to read my emails from Cap so that I know when to record. And uh, uh, hey, here you go for for the people, right? <laughs> mm-hmm.